0: Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash offer. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1738. Survive and Thrive, Tips for Running Outside in the Summer Heat, by Leah Genders of leahgendersfitness.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Wednesday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read to you from popular health and fitness blogs to help you optimize your health. Now, today is Wednesday, and like I do every Wednesday, I'd like to share a little bit of inspiration with you. So here we go. Quote, The doors we open and close each day decide the lives we live. Flora Whittemore. All right, and with that, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Survive and thrive. Tips for running outside in the summer heat by Leah Genders of leahgendersfitness.com. Here in North Texas, the summers can be brutal, leaving some runners to abandon their training plans like a sinking ship. If you're like me and view the treadmill as a form of extreme torture and you don't wanna take a break from running, I put together some tips to not only survive, but thrive running in the heat. Yes, even in Texas or other hot environments. Heat acclimation. The first thing to understand is that you will acclimate to the heat. Your body is fantastic at adapting to the environment. And this means, to get your body accustomed to running in the heat, you have to, you guessed it, run in the heat. But let's be safe about it. Acclimating to the heat doesn't mean we train as usual. We need to make some adjustments. How to adjust your training plan to run in the heat. I prefer not to train for any long-distance running events that will require more than an hour of training outside in the heat. I forget about running fast or far and adjust my expectations with my pace. If I stick to winter and spring half marathons, my high-volume training months will be in the cooler temperatures of fall, winter, and spring. My running goal in the summer is to maintain a fitness base. I use the summer months to work on strength training in the air-conditioned gym. When the cool air of fall blows into Fort Worth, I have a strong foundation both mentally and physically in which to build my next training cycle. To continue running through the summer months, schedule your runs early in the morning or later in the evening to avoid the heat and humidity of midday. Run in shaded areas when possible because running in direct sunlight can add 20 or more degrees to your skin. If I'm honest, I don't love running early in the morning. But runner to runner, I can confess that I don't love getting mild heat stroke from running later in the day, so I do what I have to do. Pacing guidelines in the heat When the heat and humidity are high, slow down and run by effort. The equivalent pace can be up to two minutes slower. Slowing down is typical, expected, and you will not lose fitness. The mental and physical strength you're building by challenging yourself this way will pay off in your fall running performances. Check your ego at the door, forget showing off your fast paces to your Strava friends, ignore your GPS watch, and run by feel, not by an expected pace. Clothing guidelines for running in the heat. I try to balance wearing the fewest clothes permitted legally and my comfort level in public. For me, this usually means lightweight tops with wicking and performance properties to pull the moisture away from the body. These are the best choices for more coverage. Look for tops and shorts made from synthetic materials and avoid cotton fabrics and socks, which absorb moisture. Light colors reflect heat better than dark colors to keep us feeling a bit cooler in hot weather. Your best accessory for running in the heat is sunscreen. It's essential, even if it's overcast. Look for sweat-resistant sunscreen and apply liberally. If possible, have someone help you apply it to -to hard-to-reach places on your back and you get a free back massage out of it. Once that accessory is covered, wear a hat, visor, or sunglasses to help shield your face from the blazing sun. Hydration tips. Stay hydrated before, during, and after your run. For runs over 40 minutes, carry water with you if possible. Handheld water bottles, water belts, and hydration backpacks work well. If it's impossible to bring water, leave water in a fixed location like your front porch or at your car and run loops past your water stop. Your neighbors may think you're crazy for running in circles in the heat, but what else is new? Another option is to plan a route with water fountains like through Trinity Park. Chugging water right before your run won't cut it in the heat. Aim to stay hydrated all day. A good rule of thumb is to aim for half your body weight in pounds In ounces of water. For example, if you weigh 150 pounds, then aim for 75 ounces of water each day. Of course, we are all individuals with different hydration needs, so test this theory and adjust your water intake up or down based on how it makes you feel. If this is a lot more water than you're currently drinking, start adjusting your intake upwards by adding a glass of water a day until you get closer to your goal. If you return from a run and your dog is frantically licking the salt off your legs, This is a good indication you may need to replace lost electrolytes. Sports drinks, coconut water, electrolyte tabs, or even a pinch of sea salt in your water should do the trick. Heat exhaustion, signs you're overheating. Be diligent about paying attention to the signs of heat exhaustion. No training is worth risking your health. Stop your run short, get home or get in the shade and rehydrate if you experience these symptoms. Headache. Dizziness, extreme fatigue, abdominal cramps, nausea, or rapid heartbeat beyond the standard increase from running. Heat exhaustion can turn into heat stroke, which is severe. If you notice you've stopped sweating, immediately stop, seek help, seek some shade, and hydrate. Summer running makes you mentally tough and ready to tackle the challenges of your next training cycle. Heat training in the summer brings fall and winter personal records. Adjust your pace and expectations. Do your best and stay safe. If you're braving the heat and running in Fort Worth this summer, I'll see you out there. Stay hydrated, friends. You just listened to the post titled, Survive and Thrive, Tips for Running Outside in the Summer Heat by Leah Genders of leahgendersfitness.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. All of Leah's advice was right on. You may be wondering though, why is it more taxing on the body when we work out in the heat? Well, we already know from many studies that when temperatures are on the cooler side, we do see improved athletic performance. In fact, in one of my Q&A episodes, someone asked me, what's the ideal workout temperature? It was actually episode 1358, in case you were wondering. But I'll share with you a quick summary of what I said then. Researchers haven't determined the exact ideal temperature, but instead found that, in general, the colder, the better. This is up to a point, of course. Working out in sub-zero temperatures probably wouldn't be a great idea. But they found that when athletes worked out in warmer temperatures, their bodies used more stored sugar for energy. But when exercising in colder temperatures, their bodies didn't use as much of this stored fuel. The authors believed that somehow, colder temperatures may trigger the body to slow down the rate at which it burns through its energy stores. Meaning, the more slowly we burn fuel, the longer and more intensely we'll be able to work out. Alright, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening all the way through. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. That's one of the best ways to keep this show going. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.